end of Second Peter and, and kind of laying a foundation. In Second Peter, as we go through it, one of the themes that I saw in Second Peter was growing in grace. And he concludes Second um, Peter with verse 18 of chapter 3. But grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grow in grace and knowledge. You'll find references to grace and knowledge throughout this. The passage that we're looking at this week uh, is really talking about growing in grace. But to grow in grace, we need to understand grace. When we think of grace, we often think of the grace of God that saved us. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And indeed it is. It is the grace of God that saved us. But if, if it was limited to that, then what does it mean to grow in grace? It's evident throughout Scripture that Grace goes far beyond and and is involved in much more than just our salvation. I don't mean minimizing our salvation. We are saved by grace through faith. And yet, grace is to permeate everything that we do. And there are different definitions of grace, God's riches at Christ's expense, But one of the definitions that has helped me in understanding is grace is the empowering of God in my life to do His will. It is the empowering of God in my life that enables me to do His will. And throughout Scripture, we find over and over, references to grace. And we're not going to take time to look at those. But it is it is God's power. Paul prayed, I pray that your inner man would be strengthened. And that is by the grace of God that you may do the will of God. So it is the empowering of God in my life that enables me to do His will. Just let me just mention three things to begin with about grace and then how to grow in grace. Grace is given to every person. Um, There's some that would teach that God selectively gives grace only to a few people. But second, I mean, second Titus, Titus chapter two and verse 11 For the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live righteously, soberly, and godly in this present age. The grace of God has appeared to all men. There is general grace that is given. Um... God empowers us even with physical life, but is free to every person. Grace 
is free and not earned. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. None of us can brag legitimately. None of us can boast at what God empowers us to do. And anything that brings glory to God is a work of God. And so that which brings glory to God is done by the grace of God. And it's not like we can take credit for it. He gives us the grace. We'll we'll deal in just a few moments dealing with our responsibility and our response to the grace. But understand thirdly that grace can be resisted or frustrated. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15, he says, Look diligently lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any man fail of the grace of God. In other words, and he goes on and says, And and you fail of the grace of God, and a root of bitterness springs up in you, and it troubles you and it troubles many. So here's something that comes into your life that could very easily cause bitterness, but everything that comes into your life is accompanied by the grace of God. But we must appropriate that God's grace. And if we do not, we fail of the grace of God. We stay in this case, Hebrews 12. We stay in our bitterness. We stay in our self-ruling. We stay in our sin, whatever it is. And we have not used the grace of God. And so he says, don't, don't fail of the grace of God. He also goes on and he says in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 21, verse 20 says, It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And he said, I do not set aside the grace of God, or one translation, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. And he's teaching here. He said, I am not trying to live the Christian life in my own effort. I'm not trying to live it by law. I am submitting to the grace of God, and I am yielding to that. I am not frustrating the grace of God. I'm not neutralizing it. I'm not setting it aside. So, grace is given to every person. Grace is free and not earned. Grace can be resisted or frustrated. So when he says, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, how do we grow in this? And I'm going to mention some things that are our responsibility, but it doesn't earn grace. It puts us in the place that we receive grace. First of all, humble yourself. Grace is only given to the humble. God resists the proud, but he says he gives grace to the humble. Humility 
in in the bottom line, it's not humiliation. Humility is entire dependence upon God. Humbling ourselves, acknowledging that I am dependent upon God, I need God. And when God sees that spirit in our heart, he empowers us. He gives us power so we can walk in victory. See, and all of this applies to the grace of salvation. No one receives the amazing grace of salvation until we first of all humble ourselves and acknowledge, I am a sinner, I am condemned, I am deserving of God's wrath, and my only plea is Jesus Christ. I turn from my sin and I call upon Jesus Christ. That is humbling ourselves. And God gives grace. But that's where it begins. It's through our life continuing to humble ourselves. To humble ourselves over and over again. In First Peter we saw it throughout Scripture. Over and over again in Proverbs and Psalms. Throughout the epistles. Over and over again. Humble yourself. Let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God humbled himself and took upon the form of a servant. Number two, to grow in God's grace, submit to God's ways. We, we bring ourselves under God's authority. We submit. That means we quit being in control and we say, I am going to be under you. You are my authority You are my boss. I am submitting to your will. God will never empower us to do something that is not his will. We may be empowered by the flesh. We may be empowered by our own determination. But God will not give grace to something that is out of his will. And that's when our flesh, I'm going to make this happen, and, and our determination and bullheadedness, and we can make a lot of things happen, but it, it will end up being burned up in the last day and disappear, wood, hay, and stubble. But God loves to give His grace as we submit to Him and say, Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I love the account of the disciples were fishing. They'd fished all night. They didn't catch anything. Jesus shows up and and he says, cast your nets on the other side. And I can't wait to watch this video. You know, the disciples. Yeah, right. We're the fishermen. We're the experts. You're a carpenter. And you're telling us, like, we don't know what we're doing And Peter said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. That's a submission. And they got grace in the form of fish that broke their nets. Over and over again in your life and my life, we come to those points where God waits for us to say, okay, your will. 
not leaning to our own understanding, but acknowledging his will in all our ways, and he will give grace. But it comes at submission, and these two go hand in hand, humility and submitting to God's, God's ways. <clears throat> Number three, turn to Acts chapter 20. <clears throat> Acts chapter 20. And notice verse 32. <clears throat> in, in ministry here, Paul is, is commending the church at Ephesus, and he says, verse 32, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Notice what he called this. Not the word of truth, although it is the word. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of grace. If you want grace to be abundant in your life, saturate in the word of God. And God... God will not give His grace when we neglect His Word. And why is it that that so many in their Christian life struggle? It's because of neglect of the Word of God, so we don't have the empowering of God in our life, and we're not able to grow in grace. I am thankful for every one of you that are diligently getting in and studying the Word of God in this Second Peter study, and you did it in First Peter and James, the more we get in the Word of God, the more grace we're going to have for whatever comes into our life. You know, which, which season of life needs more grace? Teenage season? I'll just start there. Teenage season, single season, Newly married season, expectant parent season, parent with toddler season, parent with teenager season, parents with adult children, adult children with older adult parents. They all need grace. Every one of them. And it's not like anyone needs it more. Just life, we need grace. That alone ought to drive us to the Word saying, God, I need grace. And, and if, if getting in your Word and saturating in your Word that you call the Word of grace puts me under the funnel of grace, I want to I camp there. I need the grace of God. Saturate in the Word. Then turn to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. And notice if you'd look in verse 10. This is a verse that is often quoted. But the last part of the verse is not often mentioned. Paul is saying, 
But by the grace of God, 1 Corinthians 15.10, But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. Why? But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Paul said, it's only the grace of God that I am what I am. But he says, his grace that was given to me was not in vain. It wasn't wasted. How was it not wasted? He said, I labored more abundantly. To grow in grace requires us to be disciplined. See, we, we love to swing the pendulum. Either it's all us. And we get, I got to do this, I got to do this, and all this pressure. Or we swing it clear over here. Oh, it's grace. God's grace covers everything. God's grace. I'm good. No, it is God's grace, but it's, he gives the grace and it requires our discipline. It requires us investing the effort. Paul said, I labored more abundantly. So, you know, it's not enough to say, man, I'd, I'd really like to, to get in the Word more. But you don't have the discipline. The key to rising early in the morning is going to bed early at night. And if you don't have the discipline to say, no, I'm, I need to go to bed, the key to getting the grace of God is shutting off the computer and reading the Word of God. You say, I read the Bible on the computer. Okay, don't. But close everything else. Because I know the temptations to go click on this and click on that. And We have to get to the Word of God. And it requires discipline. It's not willy-nilly, oh, I'm just a Christian, peace, love, and joy, God's grace. No. Paul said, I labored more abundantly. You read about Paul's life and... And in 1 Corinthians 9, he said, I, I am committed as a boxer. He said, I'm not just out there throwing shadow boxing. He said, I realize I am in a fight. And he said, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And then number five cry out to God. Specifically ask God for grace. We're familiar with 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verses 9 and 10. Paul, we don't know what it was, had a thorn in the flesh. And three times he asked God to remove it. And God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul said, realizing in my weakness, God's grace will be abundant in my life. He said, I will gladly boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, And depended upon God, then am I strong. 
I mean, when's the last time you just said, God, I need your grace? And I put this as number five because you don't, you don't do that if you're not disciplined, if you're neglecting the Word of God, if you're not submitting to His ways. Those are prayers that aren't going to be answered. But God loves to empower us to do His will. And as you go through Second Peter, you will find he spells out in various aspects how to grow in grace, how to get more of the power of God in our life so that He would be glorified. God desires in Ephesians that there be great glory in the church. He desires, He wants to show His grace through your life. He wants to make every one of us trophies of grace. In other words, look what God has done. Look at the power that God is able to work in and through and the reality of that. So, in understanding this tonight, understand, God, I can't do it without your grace. I need your empowering. None of us can be the husband or wife or parent or child or worker or citizen. We can't do it without the grace of God. And to say, God, I need your empowering in my life. And and I acknowledge that it has to be all of you. And I am submitting my ways to you. I am committing myself to the word of God, to desire your word, to meditate in your word. And Lord, show me in my life. And, and as you ask this, show me what discipline I need to build in my life. Show me what I need to get out of my life. Show me what I need to add to my life. And God, I want to be an instrument that your grace flows through and you are glorified. What a blessing it is to be an instrument of God's grace. You know people that have been instruments of grace in your life. You know people that there's been a time, maybe they sent you a text or a note, an encouragement card, and it was like, wow, I needed that right then and there. They were obedient. The grace of God empowered them to do God's will, and we've all been the recipients of that. What a blessing that is. And we are blessed in order to be a blessing. So as we... As we realize that and come to that, God, I want your grace so that I can pour your grace on others. We're going to go to prayer. I'm going to ask Andrew and, and Eugene to get the microphones. We want to pray for our nation. I'm telling you, if you I don't pay a lot of attention to the news, but our, our society is getting more vulgar and more filled with hate. Than, than you can even imagine.